concerned with talking yesterday about about the time to eat and how that makes a person uh, so to speak because the person has a desire or a temptation to eat so that causes the person to uh, be, be led to take kudos or not be as careful as they should be when it comes to dealing with or all the, all the many dealing around kashras and he said there was a showing that it's a lack in a person's a person's lacuse which means because there's a certain type of there that's what's driving him to, to look for compromises. And like we saw last time, how stupid it is because of the danger that a person's doing to himself spiritually by being nichshal in a surium of eating. Now, we're holding by the next line, he says. And we spoken now about the, the three, maybe called them primary, uh, types which there are within a person. And then he said, number one, the type of the steel, the type of for eyes, and the type of the food. So now he's going to talk about those are various which are caused by uh, the company of other people. And uh, these things are various which only come about with, with in, in interpersonal situations. And these are various. The type, the temptation for them is the connection or the interaction with other people. The going hoinast varim. And that is hurting somebody else what one says, embarrassing somebody else, giving bad advice, rechilos, slander about somebody, hating other people, wanting to take revenge on them, and it's very interesting to put Chil Hashem in this category, the Chil is something else, but until Chil Hashem, all the other ones are various which are in between people. And in all those different in all those different areas in Shukayah, for the various people, who can say that they that they not keep on these things? Not that they don't do their various, but there's no temptation to do their various. And therefore, Saharati Ashma which means I've cured myself Ashma from the from the barrier for the guilt and all these things. Because then again, it could be in a very very subtle in a very minimal way that a person feels that that stirring of jealousy or anger or hatred or whatever is going to be to somebody else and that's already not knocking. Now he's already acting towards the other person with a certain underlying method. Be that these people never did have errors. How's that possible? Which people? People that Chazal talk about they never People who like clean, There's so many details in Averis which could affect a person's way of relating to somebody else that to be careful of them, it's, it's difficult. It doesn't come naturally to somebody. The person has to work hard to overcome these mirrors and then all the different ways where these mirrors could manifest. Now, so how does a person get to a stage that he's not affected by any of this? That is possible for a person to work on himself, of course. But with, with so many details, is it not shy that they're going to slip up from the way? And make mistakes until they maybe reach a level of perfection. Now, so, and if you're going to say the nature of a person is Shevi which means the person is going to fall. But part of the growth process, they'll pick themselves up again. Is it possible that anybody ever didn't do anything wrong? Kira, they never fell at all? No. 
what the Gemara says. That the Shevi Hul Tzadik Vakam is Ki'ilu, that's the process which a person goes through as they grow. It's not that even if a person fell seven times into the Tzadik, it's part of the Tzadik. A person has the mistakes that they make and they grow from that. So then, how's it shy to say that there were people who never did anything wrong? And the truth is, the Gemara never said that. The Gemara never said that there was a person who did nothing wrong. The Gemara says there were four people, Shemesu Be'etyashon Nachash. What does that mean? Because at the same time, the Gemara says, Ein Misa B'le Ovan. Ein Misa B'le Ovan. And that the Gemara asks that there were, that what about, that what about these four people? And the way that the Maral explains it, the way I saw this, the Pachadizot explains it, the Maral that he said explains it, is Be'etyashon Nachash means, that they died only because of Averus, which were the result of the mistake of the Etzadas. But they didn't add any of their own. And what that means is like this. There's a Chazal which says that when a person, after he dies, lands up going to Shemaim, and if he happens to meet Adam and Risha, and uh, he's going to blame and the Chazal says, in Midrash, not everybody gets to meet Adam and Risha, and you have to be a big migrator for that, but people made Adam and Risha, said, oh, this is all your fault I'm here. If it wasn't for you, I would have still been there. <laughs> and Adam says, really? Didn't you do enough things wrong on your own that you would have deserved to die for that? You're blaming me. And that's what it means that a person who died for his own avarice. It's true, Adam uh, was nichshal, and because of that he died, and because he brought Misa down to the world. But thereafter, everybody did enough wrong on their own that they deserved to die too. And uh, the explains the uh, explains Gemara, that Be'etosh al-Nachash means that they didn't die for anything that they did wrong more than what happened as a result of the Chet of Adam. But being as once is the Chet of Adam, and that if once there is that natural thing that a person is imperfect, there's going to be mistakes, by definition. A person isn't perfect, and a person isn't a malach. But a person normally makes things worse for themselves. You know, it's not just the mistakes which by definition of being human they're going to make, they do things wrong. They make their own bad choices, and they make, and, and therefore, is enough to blame them for, so to speak, what they did on their own, even without blaming on the Russian person. What is unique about these four people is that they were great enough that they didn't add anything more to, so to speak, the situation where they began with. And therefore they died by Nachash. They died only because of the things which were the mistake, were result of the original Nachash, which uh, means a perfect person won't be perfect. They didn't add more than that. And therefore, of course, there were also people, and also to discover when they made us, and if a point of being discovered is sometimes a person falls on the process of fighting, that happened too. But they didn't do anything, choose to do wrong in a way which increased the, so to speak, the the, the ride that they had to contend with more than what, what, what they were born with. They worked to improve that. And even that, again, the four people in history that did that, you're talking about tremendously high darga. But if the Pasuk says, that means it's impossible to do, never do anything wrong. It just means that the wrong they did was in the category of something which was a, a, a forced necessity of being as they were humans. They didn't, they didn't add more than that, add more to the right than that. What's the etio shel nachash? Etio is as a result of the sin of the snake. Etio? Yes, it's a word. Uh, is it atzas? I think it's atzas, yes. It's, it's, it's uh, as a result from. It's the Aramaic word, as a result of, from the from the derivative of the sin of the state. I mean, the marriage is kind of interesting. What changes you? Again, the, the the fact that a person isn't perfect isn't isn't something to misjudge about. That's the word person is to grow from. 
the 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 side in I'm saying is it's possible for a person to perfect himself. Not because he started perfect, he didn't. Rashi to perfect himself, and therefore we're talking about achieving a level of nikkias. We're talking about a person working working on on, on gaining that stage where they've now overcome that drive. They've overcome that myth. And he says that it's not easy to do. There's so many details in the Baran Nachavera that the person has to be careful about. That it's, it's a lot of work. The Torah God, which means it's a big avoider to perfect one's Baran Nachavera, but nevertheless, it's something which a person can do. It's a tour that always said about Rabbi Shalzalanta that this was his, even though uh, what, what he proclaimed, like that, basically what he brought to the world uh, was the importance of. Avedas Hashem in every area, but primarily where he used to work on was primarily we talking about Chavera because Dafka because it was so difficult, Dafka because it's so multifaceted. So that's Dafka a place where a person has to put that much more effort into it in order to achieve, in order to get to that level of Shlemus. And uh, that's the same thing he's saying over here. There's so many and nothing Rabbi Vadakim. There's so many different parts to Ramon Chavera. That it needs a tremendous amount of avodah for a person to, to, to not just not to be nikshal, but to, to come to the stage of nikius, which means that uh, he isn't being side, he isn't sidetracked or blurred by any of the various uh, middles that there could be in regard to other people. Now let's give examples he gives, and uh, and see how, he's going to explain how bad. Some of these are very but we'll see also in, how, in real life, so to speak, how easy it is to be nearest in these areas. The first thing he says is, Hainas Tvarim. is insulting or hurting someone else's speech. Even if you're talking to, just to him himself, a person with a friend on his own, who's going to call him to be embarrassed, and something which he's saying outright, which is going to embarrass him, or to do something to him, which is going to cause him to be embarrassed, that's even worse. A person who's done shiva for what he did wrong in their youth, so to say, yeah, but you remember what he used to do? So it's going to embarrass him. Yeah, he doesn't want to be like that anymore. He doesn't want to be remembered for that anymore. So of course, he's going to get embarrassed from that. And same thing, if a person has his surin, or gets sick, he shouldn't say like Eov's friend said to him that, yeah, you deserved it. If you're going to punish me, you must have done something wrong. And that's it's adding insult to injury, literally. That the person who's suffering from whatever punishment Hashem gave him, and now to double that up and say, of course, you must in the Russia. Why is Hashem punish you? So now it's not just that he has to deal with the tsar of whatever the affliction is. It's, uh, besides that, he's also a killer, you're making him guilty, killer, but it's your fault this happened to you. Now, the master is, Eov's friends were friends. Magia, though, they would Magia, say. Magia, exactly. So they go to somebody's suffering and say, yeah, 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 100%, you must have done something really bad. Magia, that, that's, that's my mission, that's why. Now, let's think of a second. Why would Eov's friends do that to him? Why would Eov's friends do that to him? Eov's friends were friends, they were trying to help him. If they come to Eov, he's suffering tremendously. He had lost all his family, he had lost all his money, he had been hit with all kinds of terrible illnesses. And now at his lowest point, to come and say, yeah, yeah, you must have been really bad, you deserved all of this. Because they what were trying to, to do, do tshuva. So the answer is, they're one of two reasons they were doing it. And this is something important to talk about, because at other Yemas, people make the same mistake as well. The one is, exactly what Rabbi Yitzhak said, 
and well-meaning friends thinking, you know, well, he better do chuppa. So, okay, so let's tell him how important it is he should do chuppa. Right? And therefore, even though they meant well, and the mentor is like, I mean, yes, if, if, you must do chuppa really, you must, uh, you know, look what's happening to you, like, don't you get the message? But the whole this is considered bad. And the Gemara says that Hashem will attain in the friends of you. The Gemara says that Hashem will attain it. You said the wrong things. Right? That's when those were, you're over and aware of just hurting you of more. It was unhelpful. Why? Why? Isn't the motivation to achieve a good motivation? Isn't it trying to be helpful? And the answer is, and I'll just quote another Gemara, which is actually the same daf of Baba Basra. And the Gemara says in the same daf, when she used to taunt Chana and say, Chana, Chana, come on, why are your children, Chana? Why aren't you getting the breakfast, Chana? I'm sure they must be hungry by now. And Chana didn't have children. And she was, why was Chana doing that? Just to hurt her? But the same reason, she said, no, I'll die, I'll hurt her, and she'll die, and eventually she'll get children. And then the same Shemayim discovered, no, it didn't help her. She hurt Chana, and she got punished for that. And therefore, the, the, and this is a Yisoyed, which Chana Shreya is always to say, and that is, don't make Hishbonus for somebody else's Avodah Sashem. Now, what they need to do to Davim more, or what they need to do to the children, and then I'll, I'll get them to the children, I'll get them to Davim. Right? The mass are you hurting somebody. That's awesome. You can't hurt somebody else, even if you have no noble motivation. Just like, if you think, yeah, this guy, yeah, he never Davim's properly, because he has so much money that you, know, you think, yeah, they don't have to Davim. I'll do it. I'll steal all his money. Then you have money to eat. Oh, then you'll Davim. Right? You're not doing anybody a favor. Right? You know, you have to worry about this is Rukhniyas. You can leave them to you can leave them to to work at their own muskanas and to and to take care of their own children and their own and their own tefillah. Of course, someone wants to advise. You can say, you know, maybe the children, maybe this, maybe that. But to to be the one who to to be helpful enough to get somebody else to want to do tshuva or to daven, and the way to do that is by hurting them. There's no mitzvah. It's a system of there. And therefore, even if Nina met Hashem Shemayim, she wants to to daven the same way. Even if Eve's friends met Hashem Shemayim. Because they thought if they tell them how much is doing wrong, they're going through the sugar. In both of these cases, it's not such an Hashem Shemayim. It's not a good thing. That's the first reason why people do it. And therefore, it's not a good reason to do it. You know, you stumble a person on their own would come to the realization that um, if, they did, if they did do something wrong, Taka, that they should do sugar. But there's a second point also. And that is people think that if somebody else, is, and if someone says, experienced in suffering, so here we have to justify Hashem. Because otherwise there's the unspoken question of why did Hashem deserve him? Why did he deserve him? Okay, so let's run in to defend Hashem and say he deserved it. Of course he deserved it. Right? It must be that he deserved it. And therefore, and the Gemara says in one case, they'll even tell the other to their face. And that is, that it must be that if you're suffering, you must have done something wrong. Hashem doesn't do that. Which is what Eve's friends told him too. And that is, yeah, you, can't, you can't doubt Hashem. You can't doubt Hashem. And therefore, if you're getting self-punished like this, must be that something really bad. And then he's a person without any defense, because what, he's going to argue and say, no, Hashem was wrong. Which that eventually they pushed Eov to do that. And that's the scary part of the story of Eov. Eov didn't start off arguing with Hashem. His friends made him do it. Because when they pushed him enough saying, Eov, you must have something really wrong, that's what she was punishing you. Eov, you must be a real Russian. And then Eov, 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 they were wrong. They were wrong, and eventually it pushed Eov to defend himself. And Eov said, I didn't do anything wrong. What did I do already? It can't be and then that led him to complain to Hashem. Hashem, if, if, if this is all because I'm so bad that you punished me, what did I do so bad? I didn't do anything so bad, and Eov was right. He didn't do anything so bad. And that's the second reason why it's wrong. It's wrong because that's not the only reason Hashem does things. And therefore, we don't have to justify Hashem and say, 
must be Yerah Rosh, Hashem is punishing you. There are other reasons Hashem does things also. Sometimes it's a punishment for the dog, sometimes it's a Shemesh Avo, sometimes it's a Nisayan, there could be lots of other reasons. Dr. Ramchal explains those one by one, why Hashem would do something, and therefore, we don't have to justify Hashem. There are other reasons too. He doesn't need lawyers. He doesn't need lawyers, he doesn't need a, a press uh, and a release of why he did things. Because the Shemesh can take care of his own interests, and the main point is that it's not a nice word. It's not a nice word. Because that way, it's not a steer. A person can feel, I didn't deserve this. That doesn't mean Hashem was wrong. It could be, it's, like I said, it's a kapara for the dog. It could be a semi-slide. It could be a semi-slide. There could be lots of other reasons why Hashem does things. And therefore, but to take the option, which is, the reason Hashem did this is because this is a punishment, and as a result, cause somebody to tire. And not as far, there's no doubt in that. There's no doubt in that. But the main point, that's what's brought in the Gemara when it comes to be Menachem and Avil is, you don't have to try and justify Hashem. That's not your job. No one asks you to come and explain why, why Hashem did anything. It's not your, that's not your job, and normally it doesn't work, because you don't even know. So what are you going to say? So normally, even if a person is the Rav, or the Tamil Chacham who comes and says, Rav, Rav, why did this happen? The best answer is, because we don't know. We don't know. We know because the Baruch acts the way which is right, we don't know what it is. But so it happened because, how do you know? You're a Navi. And so how can, how can you make, how can you say on Hashem's behalf why he did something? You can say we don't know. But obviously, HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes a person who's strong enough to take the punishment. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wouldn't punish a person who get broken from it. Or whatever the case might be. We can use it as, we don't know why Hashem does, but we know that what Hashem does is fair. But isn't the person supposed to get, learn something from it? That's for the person themselves. And they're the, they're the ones who know best what they can. So I'm saying the, the problem with the EM's friends were that they didn't let him solve his own issues, come to the conclusion or his own... Had he been left to himself, would he have come to the conclusion that if he didn't do anything wrong, so just a new sign? Maybe yes. But then the Kuda was, and if, if, if a person to make that cheshman and that something has to make on his own. Other people can't make it for him. First, they don't know. And secondly, that's not their job. And therefore, the last volume of saying to somebody, this is what happened to you, you know, this is why it happened, it, it has no status. Firstly, you don't know if it's what we're saying is true. And secondly, it, it's, you don't need to defend Hashem. And thirdly, it's, all it's doing is being retired the other person. And fourthly, like in the case of you, it could have a negative effect, because it's going to make him defend himself. And if that's the case, then he's going to complain to Hashem. That he said, you, Hashem, you, you're telling me that this happened because I deserve that's why Hashem did it. It's not true. I didn't deserve it. Hashem shouldn't have done it. This is like by case of here, it's just going to have a backlash effect. You know, but it's never the answer to go. That seems to go to a nice story. People now, go to Kabbalim and express their issues, their problems, whatever, and, and they give them answers. Like they might say, find a poor family and give them chalas every Shabbos. So, firstly, Mukabalim, we're going, we're agreeing both, we're going, are we talking about someone who's a real Mukabal, not someone who's just like shooting in the dark and getting money for it. But that's say is a real Mukabal, right? So then, number one, most times, Aetis are, what, what we know, things which take away the medicine there. So we're not discussing why it happened, uh, but there are ways we can try and counter measures. what happened. Because we don't know why it happened. Uh, Mukabal doesn't know that either. You have to be a Navi for that. So we can't say this is why something happened to you. Uh, we can just say that you know there's certain things which we know that take away the medicine there, and that we can try. I mean, there are, there's one thing we can still do, and that's brought in the Gemara, Mirakanagamidu. Which means something is so obvious that Hashem is paying back what the person did, so then you can see, you can see clearly what Hashem is doing. 
But besides of that, we don't have obviously clear American Agamemnon. So then we don't know. But the Amnesty says even when you do see the American Agamemnon, it's also not a good idea to always tell the person. You might be able to see it from the outside. But to go and tell the person, I can see why she does this. It's like, fits perfectly. You did this, he did that. It's also not going to work. Because it's totally not fair. And if the result is basically telling you you deserve the punishment, that adds him, you aren't achieving anything. Because it's just going to make him either hurt or defensive. Hashem is talking to him. Hashem is talking him. to him. Let him work it out himself. Not to the other one. Exactly. Let him work it out himself. Your job is someone just there who's meant to be there just to, so to speak, help him through the time. Your job isn't there to meant to be the one to, at the time, give him this. And that's the mission of others. Could he suggest it? Could he say, maybe, uh, sometimes Hashem punishes me to go again. Is it possible that he did something like this? You can, if he asks. There's a Gemara like that. The Gemara is about Rav Huna, that all his wine turned sour. That was his whole income. So basically, he lost all his money. And the Chacham came to visit him, to be with him at Sarah, and he asked them, why would Hashem do this to me? Is there any reason Hashem would punish me? And then they told him, maybe doing this wrong. And then he had, okay, and he changed it, and Hashem, and Hashem gave him back his money, whatever way it was. So yes, if a person asks, like, can you think of why this would happen to me? Then it gives you the chance to speak up. But before that, it's, it's, it's not, if it's not, you don't see that it's going to be, the person's looking for that. He's trying to understand, like, help me, tell me what I did wrong. And it's other evidence. It's not going to be taken well. And then it's just a no story. Where is this in Havas? 